0: Time for the rural news with Kim, Moody, and Ototahi. Kia ora Kim, and more farms have been
1: sold for forestry conversions. Kia ora mane. Yeah, the Overseas Investment Office has approved the sale of four farms to overseas investors to convert into forestry. Each month, the office, re- the office releases decisions made under the special forestry test introduced in 2018 to help promote the planting of trees. Sully Murphy reports.
0: This month's sales include a 715 hectare sheep and beef farm in Oxford, Canterbury, which was bought by a Swiss company. Part of the farm will be sold, while 412 hectares will be turned into a commercial plantation forest. A 137-hectare beef grazing property in Whangarei has been bought by a Hong Kong company. About half of the farm will be converted into plantation forest. And furniture store IKEA's parent company, Inca Investments, has bought two farms in Hawke's Bay. It will convert 567 hectares of Timir Farm into rotation forest in the next two years, and 233 hectares of another sheep and beef farm, which it bought for $3.7 million,
1: will also be planted in Radiata Pine. Agribusiness heavyweights are taking the next step in curbing on-farm emissions after signing up to be part of the government's Centre for Climate Action on Agricultural Emissions. In May, the government released its plan to slash damaging gases, which included plans for the centre. Ansco Foods, Fonterra, Ngai Tahu Holdings, Ravensdown, Silver Fern Farms and Sinlay have signed up to be part of the centre with industry funding matched by the government. Agriculture Minister Damien O'Connor says initial commitments would see a combined investment of about $172 million over the next four years. The
2: next steps will be the partners in this, working through the details of how much money on which particular projects, what will be at different levels that might be commercialisation of something that has been fairly well developed, that might be reaching out and discovering something else, or indeed coming up with brand new ideas uh, of of what can be done to reduce methane or nitrous oxide. And the Centre for Climate Action on Agricultural Emissions will oversee all of this, but the joint venture with industry will be within that. We'll be trying to identify any possible way of helping reduce emissions and putting New Zealand's food production systems you know at the premium end of world action on climate change.
1: Damien O'Connor. The Meat Industry Association says a recent trade trip to India has helped to build relationships in the multi-billion dollar market. Organised by the India-New Zealand Business Council, a group of delegates, including leaders from Apples and Pears, Zespri and Fonterra, travelled to India to meet with trade partners and government officials. Esther Guy Meakin from the Meat Industry Association, which was part of the delegation, says it was great to chat to trade partners face to face after two years of living Contact.
3: India is a market that has huge potential for us, particularly on sheep meat. To date, a couple of companies have made good, good progress uh, into the India market, particularly into their sort of five-star food service industry, where there is a demand for high-quality premium sheep meat. But it is a challenging market to export to. And we don't have a free trade agreement with India. And so that means that we attract very high tariffs. And, you know, that is something that we have been talking to the government about, well, for many years, um, because discussions with India have been going on for many years. And it's definitely um, a priority for us. We would love to see a deeper trade relationship with India, you know, to help facilitate, uh, well, exports um, to to the Indian market, but also to foster stronger connections there, too.
1: Esther Guy Meakin, Australian beef exporters are re-entering the market after two years of rebuilding herd numbers due to successive droughts. AgriHQ senior analyst Mel Crowe says that's increased the competition for New Zealand exports. But she says after a brief early winter surge in kill rates in Australia, kill rates have recently dropped off.
0: Now that surge was always going to show up. It was mainly driven by a mix of post-financial year processing and also the foot and mouth disease. Gear, which seems to have settled down in recent weeks but lately though through New South Wales and South Queensland rain has made road access difficult uh, and it's cutting those supplies to processes even further and that's taken the past four weeks kill to the lowest in four months and basically the lowest for this time of the year since the mid-1990s Unfortunately, Australian processes are continuing to rack up massive losses just due to this, and also weakening export prices, especially on the grain fed beef.
1: Mel Crote says processors in Australia are losing an estimated $300 a head. Consumers in Shanghai can now buy New Zealand beef and lamb from vending machines. Alliance Group Beef and Lamb New Zealand and Silver Fern Farms collaborated on the idea. Beef and Lamb spokesperson Michael Wan says the meals, which cost between $11 and $15, come chilled, ready for people to reheat
2: we've worked with a high-profile Shanghai chef by the name of Janie P and together we've created or fused traditional Chinese ingredients with flavours and Western trends. So we've developed six different dishes, three grass-fed beef dishes and three grass-fed lamb dishes. Consumers can expect, you know, recipes such as grass-fed lamb shoulder, most slow-cooked shoulder with nectarines and pilaf um, and a beef example is beef sirloin with chilli mint black rice. So we've gone for, you know, more premium ingredients that as i said fuse between western and chinese flavors.
1: Michael Wan says the two vending machines have only just been launched but are doing well. And just lastly, this season's shearing circuit officially started at the weekend with the New Zealand Merino Championships taking place in Alexandra. Masterton woman Kushla Abraham took out the wool handling title with the dominating performance spearheaded by exceptional fleece quality points in the final. And Australian champion Daniel McIntyre took out the shearing open final, shearing 12 sheep in 23 minutes and 32 seconds. That's the rural news. Ko purongo te porongo, or te tai whenua.